Previously on, those were the days. <laughs> They're really just driving around, randomly showing up places. Yeah. Lurch has got it together. Lurch runs that yeah. house. This was a thinly veiled social commentary. <laughs> Reminds you how horny Gomez gets when Morticia says anything <laughs> French. <laughs> like, yep. that's a clickable moose. Yep. Like, it's one of those things that you would hate if it was live action. Clickable moose is very good. People call her different things. I heard Wednesday. And Thursday and Friday. <laughs> the world that we're in. I love that sure. the old couple, as soon as they were caught, immediately they know the Scooby gang and they're like, okay, call the police. Yeah, call the cops. Those Were the Days is filmed before a live internet audience. Well, hello there, and welcome into Those Were the Days. It's the show where we talk about classic television through a modern lens, but with nostalgic eyes. I'm your host this week, Travis, a.k.a. TV's Travis, and joining me to talk about some very special episodes, I have the wonderful Steven. Oh, yeah, just call me Tootie tonight, Travis. All right. The amazing Audie. What you talking about, Travis? And the fantastic Amy. Yeah, no, Audie took mine, so I don't want to to say. I had a feeling that would happen. It was a good one. <clears throat> so we are kicking off yet another new topic on this show. Uh, this month, the next four episodes, we are going to be talking about some very special episodes centered around drugs. Because let's face it, classic TV, if there's one thing that it did, especially mm-hmm. sitcoms, was the episode, the anti-drug episodes. Um, Thank you, tonight. Nancy Reagan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, if you did uh, a if you did a sitcom in the eighties, you had an anti drug episode. Eighties uh-huh. into the nineties, it was required. Yep. Um, and uh, and tonight, what we're going to be talking about is a show called Different Strokes. And for those of you that don't know, Different Strokes is a show that ran from nineteen seventy eight until I believe it was nineteen eighty six. Uh, ran for eight seasons, uh, centered around two young um, African American men. Uh, who were adopted by a very rich old white man. And uh, hilarity ensued. That's basically the show. <laughs> it was a cultural touchstone, though. Uh, we heard what you talking about, Travis. What you talking about, Willis, was the catchphrase for Gary Coleman. And like everybody knew that catchphrase. And everybody knew this show. Even if you didn't watch it a ton, you knew about it. But I'm curious to know sort of some background. So starting with Amy. Do you have a background with different strokes, and what is it? I, I do. My father, to this day, in the year of our Lord, 2022, <laughs> still says, what you talking about, Willis? Oh, that's amazing. I, I, so, yeah. Um, again, like, I could have told you the general premise of the show. I did think, like, as I was rewatching it, um, I was like, they never would have let a single guy... Like, regardless of how much money he has, they would never let a single guy adopt two kids. But uh, I did I did read the it was the IMDb, I think. And it was his former housekeeper's kids. Like she Mm -hmm. passed away. And so he kept the kids and that I definitely did not remember at all. Um, But I did watch I did watch this enough to remember bits of it. Um but not nothing concrete. But yes, my father, still. That's that's day. amazing. Yeah. Uh, 
Stephen, what's your history with different strokes? Do you remember it? Because it's it's a little bit before your time. You're because you're a, you're you're a few years sure. younger than the rest of us, but. But that hasn't stopped me from loving more classic TV that's much older, <laughs> yeah. Travis. So that's, let's just throw that hypothesis out the door. Because, right. look, if it's old, I've probably been into it. Now, to answer your actual question, no, I've never watched a single episode <laughs> of Different Strokes. Uh, the most I know about Todd Bridges is he got in a boxing match one time with some people or some such, and drugs, maybe. And mm-hmm. Gary Coleman has had a troubled life. Uh, rest in peace, Gary Coleman. Uh, and I didn't know that, I, I didn't know Tootie came from this. I remember the name Tootie, no idea that that was a character in the show, and I did not know that there was a white daughter or an, or an old white man. I had no idea. This and Good Times share the same space in my brain. Having not seen either of them, they both just kind of like meld. Like, there's just, I understand, like, there are other shows that stand off to the side, like Jefferson's I watched a ton of, you know, I watched all that there's an area of that time period that I watched a lot of TV, but this, 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 I missed it. Completely missed it. All right. All right. Audio, what about you? Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely one of those that was a staple in our house. I remember watching it all the time, kind of family on the couch. I couldn't tell you any specific episodes, but I knew what you're talking about, Willis, all the time. Um, and you definitely remember. The sordid history of the people from this program between yeah. Gary Coleman and his problems, Todd Bridges and his problems, and Dana Plato was the first yep. one who really had the issues and passed away before anybody. Um, I remember a few years ago when uh, what's her name that plays Mrs. Garrett, who yet you know was on here uh, when she passed away. Todd Bridges was like, "I'm the last one <laughs> alive <laughs> from the original cast of this show," and it was like. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, you know, given everything that happened, I would not have pegged him as being the one lasting too long. But um, all that stuff aside, yeah, I remember watching this all the time, seeing all the different stuff. Um, again, this was, a, this was one of those that was a fun comfort watch to see these characters again, even though we didn't get Arnold, but. No. I know. I'm yeah, like yeah. sad that this is Steven's first mm. episode and there was no Arnold <laughs> at yeah, this all. Is... That was wild to me. I was totally expecting to see some what you're talking about Willis with a oh. drug episode and Arnold's just like, I'm sleeping at Fred's house. This was actually the first, his underwear. the first episode <laughs> of the series that didn't have Arnold in it was this one. I found yeah. out after the Dang. fact. I didn't, I didn't know that when I picked it. Um, and... Different Strokes was not afraid, did not shy away from the very special episodes. There's a few of them you could choose. Yeah. Not just drug-related, but there was one that dealt with um, uh, abuse a little bit and uh, and stuff like that. Uh, so it definitely didn't shy away from messages like that. Uh, but this was an episode that I wanted to do because it wasn't... It's not your typical anti-drug episode. And I'll get right. into kind of why that is, but... To give you a quick uh, rundown of the episode, it is the first day of freshman year for Willis. He is he's heading to a brand new school. He's leaving junior high. He's going. He's a freshman, and it's his first day, and he's all nervous. And um, as he's getting ready to leave, uh, he, he gets a ride with his dad in the limo, and he goes to school mm-hmm. for his first day. And his first day there, the first student he runs into, who, by the way, is played by... Um, the actor who played Theo in Die Hard. Clarence uh, Gilliard. Yes, Clarence Gilliard Jr. is the actor <laughs> who played the student. Uh, and, and I bring that up because I love him as an actor, 
Um, he was in Top Gun as well as Sundown. He's 27 years old when they made this, playing yeah. a high school student. <laughs> right. His arms are not 27 years old, Travis. They're, they were big arms. Oh, he was, he was wearing a sweater that was a size and a half too small, um, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. So he runs into him, has a, has a bad, con- not, not a bad confrontation, but the guy just kind of blows him off. He doesn't care who, who this right. freshman is. Um, immediately has a run-in with a young girl, knocks her books out of her hand, meets some other people. It, it doesn't go well. He's, he's no. having a rough day of it. And he goes home, and he's all upset. And his dad's like, well, you know, you know the best way to make friends? Get somebody to talk about themselves. Which, honestly, I was like, that's brilliant. And, like, on top of that, not something I expected this show, like, the direction that it to go in. Was yeah. immediately the dad being like, no, 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 just get people to talk about themselves. That's what they really want. Um, tells him all this. So he goes back to school the next day and he runs into the same couple of football players. They're seniors. They, they really razzed him the day before and starts trying to talk to them, given all the same questions as his dad had said, you know, what'd you do on your summer vacation? What's your favorite TV (laughs) show? Where were you born? And they, both they recognize that he showed up to school the day before in a limo and he's got money. Oh yeah. They're laser focused. On mm-hmm. this guy's, mm-hmm. this guy's got money, and this is our meal ticket. Yep. So they convince Willis that they will invite him to a party if he brings them some weed, some grass. If he gets them a <laughs> lid of grass. And what is a Will- lid? Like what's what's the what's the unit of measure? Is that slang? Like is that like a dime bag? Like I'm not a drug. You know, I don't do drug. I believe person at one stuff. point. I believe at one point they do say an ounce, which yes. is mm-hmm. okay. That's so, a ridiculous amount for a kid to buy on his own at like what Willis's age would be about 14. But yeah. also not it, like, so the bag he does wind up with is only half, but it's not like that is a TV ounce is what that oh, is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was, mm-hmm. it says just, a lot. It this is the biggest ounce I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. It's in like so, a Ziploc gallon size bag. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so so Willis ends up, you know, he, he gets the weed, takes it home. He's hiding it in his room, uh, but not before smelling it. Um, mm-hmm. And while he's while he's in the bedroom, his sister comes in. And and, uh, and so he hides it real quick in the desk. And he's talking to them. He, uh, he gets them to, to agree to loan him or $75. Because he spent $150 on the marijuana. And Did he spend... Okay, this is this no, confused so, me. <laughs> he spent 75 on half of it, and he yeah, needed to buy the other, the other half, half, right? That's, yes. yes, okay. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. So, okay. Also, by the way, the rules in this house are ridiculous. Like, if you're going to knock, wait... Don't just knock and run in the room at somebody. Like oh, that's, they, bear, they basically knock te- while is, swinging the door. As yeah. a teenage boy, you do not yeah. want to just walk right. in. Right? No, there. you don't want to just walk into that room. That's a uh-uh. bad, that's a recipe for a bad time. Because uh, nobody wants you to do that. You Lord don't want to do that. Sister they don't has warned him not to do that in her room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So so he hides it. They uh, he he hides the, the the weed. They have a little conversation. Then he goes into the bathroom. And um, they're like, oh, we got to feed Arnold's goldfish because Arnold's not home. He's staying the night at his, at his friend's house. And so he's like, oh, yeah, the, the, the uh, fish food's over there. And, and uh, Tootie pulls out the bag and immediately gives it a smell and knows what it is. And the look on her yeah. face is great. And then she's oh, yeah. looking at the fish bowl 
and she's looking at the, the, the bag and she's looking back at the fishbowl. And this is where there is an 80 yard line. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm almost certain I know what was being said, but Amy, I'm you mentioned that you're pretty sure that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure I know what so, they said. The line in the show was that must be the goofiest goldfish in New York or mm-hmm. in the city. What do you think it was that she was saying? I think it was that must be the happiest goldfish in the city, which is definitely not on message for the episode. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought <laughs> this too. Is true. Yeah. Yeah. That's that is what it looked like. Somebody looked at that and said that is not the message that we're going <laughs> yeah, for yeah. here. Anti-drug. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anti-drug. Right. Standards and practices came over like, we got to redo that line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so Tootie and uh, what was the other? Um, Kimberly. They, mm-hmm. uh, they confront Willis about the weed because Kimberly comes over, smells it, same thing. They confront him about it. He's like, you know, he's trying to play it off. You know, I bought it. It's none of your business, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they're I'm picking not using on him. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're picking on him a little bit, and then Dad comes into the room. Same exact way. <laughs> knock, knock, as he's opening the door. Sure. So Willis dives onto the bed, hiding the bag underneath himself. Very casually. Uh-huh. Very casually. Oh, yeah. Very casually, really football spike on it. <laughs> um, we, get some, we get some great little one-liners, some little zingers. Uh, I, I did like the writing in that part. Uh, yes. It was, was quite fun. Just uh, this you know, part, by, this whole episode was zingers. Yeah. But, yeah. By this time tomorrow, you'll be flying high. Uh, it was a great one. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> it was it was quite quite good. So mm-hmm. the way the way they they threw these things at him, the way Tootie and Kimberly were throwing those jokes, like <laughs> mm-hmm. any dad paying even a half of a bit of attention would have been like, "What's up with you guys?" But this is a sitcom, so we're all just mm-hmm. like, "Oh, those, those funny jokes they say all the time." I'm out of touch, but. <laughs> He figures it out that there's something going on. He finds the bag. He gets it. And mm-hmm. he immediately, he scolds Willis and he goes into the bathroom and he flushes it. Now, Willis, by, well, by, the, by the way, was smoked some of this while, or no, no. They okay, went out I'm to sorry. dinner. That's they yeah. went out to yeah. dinner. Yeah. Yes. So they go out to dinner. He says, oh, I don't want to go. Um, I got homework to do. It's only my second day. So uh, he stays home. They go out to dinner. And while they're gone, Willis Smoke some of the weed. You know, because that's what you do. You smoke that in your house, right? Like, oh, yeah. And then with you spray no with windows. the Febreze. Yeah. With no, in, a, in a room with no like, windows. In a room yeah. with no yeah. windows, let's smoke this pot. Mm-hmm. And that air freshener Genius. is just going to make the it's mix of air freshener <laughs> and not pot. Good. You know, yeah. it doesn't cover anything. It just makes whatever smells bad smell slightly like fresh linens. It honestly, like that's, that is how it used to go down in my college dorm, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so just you can practically see the waves of smoke coming out from under the door, and you're like, "Come on, like, just yeah. you're, not, you're not fooling anybody." But I do love when they come back home. So, so uh, Kimberly, Tootie, and and Dad come home from the from the restaurant, and he immediately is like, "What's that weird smell?" Okay, and, they, and he follows I it upstairs. A huge problem here. All right, okay. all right. Because he's in the room, and he's like. What's that weird smell? He would have been a teenager or young adult in the 1960s. There is no <laughs> way this man does not know exactly what that smell is. I mean, yes. Uh, <laughs> you're not wrong there. Although, you know, given given how old the actor was, he was in his 60s at the time. 
or close to it. So, yeah, I guess he would have been, you know, in his 30s at the uh, during the 60s. Yeah. Hey, yeah, he it's not like he's out of it, you know. Listen. Yeah, but he, it's he, it's he probably panicked. been a while. He, you know, yeah. he's out of the game. He's <laughs> not used to it. That smell. <laughs> you don't you don't forget. What that I just smell. really wanted was a wavy flashback of him at Woodstock or something, you know. <laughs> like, I remember this fondly. Oh. But so he Still follows the Yes, exactly. Still in a suit, but with like a band, a tie-dye bandana. <laughs> <laughs> so they they follow the smell upstairs, and they find Willis high. And oh yeah, <laughs> I love when he's <laughs> like, good. "What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Watching a little Watch TV, TV." And it cuts over to the small TV, and he's like, "The TV's not on." All right, listen. I'm not saying that I too have done this under the influence of marijuana, but. I have. <laughs> I, looked, I saw that and I was like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So he finds, he, he realizes what's going on. He scolds him. He takes the weed. He, he flushes it down the toilet. There's the great joke of the only one getting a high now is the, uh, the tidy bowl man. Tidy bowl man. And Willis <laughs> is like, he owes me seventy five dollars. That was so good. That's that's good. Uh, and then he comes out. Uh, Dad comes out and he scolds Willis some more and tells him that he would take him to the police station himself if he does that again. Um, but he also, I, it's an interesting. He he gets on him about the marijuana, but it also feels like he's getting on him about like buying friendship. And being yeah. influenced mm-hmm. by these older kids to do this, which was I liked that. I kind of want to talk about that a little bit more. But um, he Willis is like, all right, nope, it's cool. So he goes to school the next day and he talks to the two seniors. And that scene was great, too. I got some good news and some bad news. The bad news is my dad found the grass and he flushed it down the toilet. But the good news is he flushed it down the toilet. <laughs> and they're like, how's that good news? Because he could have flushed me down the toilet. And he basically, <laughs> he learns that, you know, he, he learns the lesson of, like, not buying his friendship. And then he goes to his locker and another freshman comes over and recognizes him from junior high, makes a new friend. Episode ends. Yeah. Very simple plot, very quick. What I liked about it was it is an anti-drug episode, but it's not preachy about the anti-drug mm-hmm. angle no. of things. No. Which is nice because usually what ends up happening in these episodes is that you get the the dad sits him down and has the heart-to-heart talk about how bad drugs are, or something of that nature. Or and, something terrible happens to someone yes, because exactly. they've done drugs. And the the way they handled it in this, I actually very much like. First of all, Willis, he's, he's a young, dumb kid, so he does smoke it in the house. Uh, and then I thought that that whole, like, that whole bit was fairly true to life and that he just got himself really high off a very small amount of it because he'd never smoked any before and he just was like listing to the left a little yeah. bit and he he, yeah. he was just tired mm-hmm. um <laughs> but I, I liked that it didn't get preachy and i liked that kind of feeling of like he was almost as upset that he was being influenced by the older kids than he as as yeah. much as he was about the drugs um and <sighs> It's interesting to talk about an anti-drug episode and marijuana being the drug in mm-hmm. 2022 when it's now mm-hmm. legal yeah. in so many states. Mm-hmm. And we've learned so much more about uh, about it over the last 40 years. Um, but I was just I was very taken by the fact that this one didn't get preachy. It was funny. They didn't. Ne- 
they did cut the line, the happiest goldfish in New York, which is really funny. Um, and I kind of wish they would have kept, but mm-hmm. I get what they were. I get why. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that. But I just liked the way that they, they kind of addressed the issue overall. Because, again, it wasn't like Dad, to your, to your point, Amy, he probably did experiment in the 60s. Yeah. Uh, and so mm-hmm. it's not like he was just going to, you know, browbeat him over it. He's just like, I don't want you doing that. It's illegal. And don't let yeah. people influence you like that. And I don't want it in my house. That's fair. That, th- yeah. There's nothing wrong there. That's not uh, overly preachy. But I'm curious, Audie, starting with you, what did you think of, like, the, the drug message in this, the way that they packaged it uh, uh, in the context of, like, very special episodes and sort of the 80s especially in the anti-drug and anti-marijuana? type stuff that went on because a lot of us went through that too in school yeah it's interesting again like you said tackling the issue of marijuana from 2022 (laughs) in an episode of television from 1981 and i am really surprised it was as tepidly handled as it was like we don't know that willis actually got any punishment at all in this episode, other than a talking to from his dad, that one instance, yeah, which who knows how much actually sunk in in that instance because he was still high. Um, but it's funny we talk about it because two years later was the very hammered down episode of Different Strokes where even Nancy Reagan was on the episode. I mean, um, I think that's that's the difference right there, mm-hmm, right? Because mm-hmm. Reagan was elected in what eighty one, right? Yeah. So like which she is when this aired, so uh huh. So they yeah. definitely <clears throat> threw down the hammer later, talking about drugs and stuff, and it was a different um kind of story about drugs being sold in school and stuff. But yeah, this this was interesting. Like again, I'm I'm kind of surprised at how tepid it was and. Like you said, I'm impressed with the way um, Mr. Drummond handled it and the way he talked to Willis about it. Um, Because it did feel a little bit more real of somebody who probably did experiment with this in his life, Mm -hmm. you know, previously, and knows, you know, it can be a slippery slope. He didn't, like, say this was the most terrible stuff, but he mentioned it's illegal. So don't mess with it. That's it. Yeah, I feel like I he handled like it. it. Go ahead. I, I do like that that's the, that's the angle, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it's less about the like, oh, this is so bad. Because I did kind of think like, let's cut to Mr. Drum and go in to pour himself two fingers of scotch, right? Like, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's just, you know, do that. Um, but yeah, no, it was definitely the like, you're a young black kid in New York City, how about not like the mm-hmm. last thing you need is like a stint in juvie. Right. And I do kind of dig that that's, that's the way that went. Yeah. Not, not heavy handed. And he talked to him like, like he was, you know, he, he really cared about him. He cares about Willis and he talked to him like his, uh, like you would to your child, which is not, it's not going to be this scripted talk, right? You're, you're just going to, I, I really like that. Steven, what about you? What did you think of like that part of the episode, that kind of message? I I love the parenting style. Uh, <laughs> that, and I mean, that's just how you've got two different ways you can go, right? You can just shove your kid in a closet with a full carton of cigarettes and be like, smoke those <laughs> until you can't see straight. You know, like there's that parenting. There's like the 
darn near abusive. You know, you did yeah. something wrong. But listen, here's the truth about it. Your kids are probably going to only do the things that you were close to doing or did yourself anyway. So, like, it's just kind of hypocritical to come at them, like, too hard. So I really do appreciate when a, when a show, particularly at this time, like, this is like you're beating your kids with, like, blade sharpening leather whips and crap, you know, <laughs> back in that day, you know, and belts and switches. And this is, the, this is the age of corporal punishment for anybody under four feet tall. And they just, they didn't go that route. It's, it's almost revolutionary, if you really think about it, that they would just be like, no, you're just going to calmly sit down and be like, look, you're making a mistake. Don't make that mistake. How about we don't do this again? I mean, yeah. he comes at it a little fiery, takes it, flushes it down the toilet. But what else is he supposed to do with it? Like, I'm confiscating yeah. this, and then, you know, I mean, that's good. That was good. He's supposed back. to get rid of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I uh, I really appreciate it. I was shocked. I was shocked. You you, It was it was not full housey. Like, it wasn't, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you, Willis, but I'm going to be looking at the camera to right. the young people <laughs> out in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's They could have done that, and they didn't. And I appreciate that it wasn't heavy-handed, because what you're teaching, two things. Your t- TV shouldn't be t- t- the primary teacher of these lessons, but it's trying to. It's trying to teach two things. One, don't do illegal drugs. Two, parent your kids like they're human beings who <laughs> are dealing with heavy stuff that you might not even know about. Like first day of school. Right. You could brush that off and go, ah, school is hard. Grow Back up. You know? Well, and but they and- didn't. His parenting throughout the entire episode was great because he's like, he's all excited. He's excited for Willis to have his first day in high school and he's trying to relate to him. So he's trying to tell him the story of like the stuff that had something that happened to him and it, yeah. which didn't happen to him, but he was, you know, he was trying to do that. Then when his first day goes poorly, he's trying to give him advice of things he can do to help, right? Instead of just being like, oh, that's terrible or, oh, don't worry, it'll get better. He's like, no, 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 try this. Get them to talk about mm-hmm. themselves. They'll like you better yep. because they'll be talking about themselves. And slightly backfires, but that's not that's not his fault. Um, no, these are meatheads he's trying to talk <laughs> yeah, to. Exactly. They're the wrong but, tribe. But yes. It's his fault a little bit because he decided to go word for word what his dad said and didn't pause to get an answer. He just yeah, kept asking true. the questions. So, yeah. Which, just honestly, a little bit these guys were... But, These guys were never going to like him. Like, no. The, 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 those no. questions are going to work when he sits down at lunch with people like him, mm-hmm. not meathead senior football nerds. Like, it's that's not going to work. But I also really like that. Like, that's a subtle thing that the show did that it was kind of cool. Is Willis, you know, his Mr. Drummond tells him exactly how things would go. Come up to him and he's like, hey, how you doing? And he's rapid firing the questions because he's play acting a scene. Willis mm-hmm. doesn't get necessarily that context, so he does the right. exact same thing the next day, which a 14-year-old kid would probably do, who's got some awkwardness to him and is nervous. So yeah. I yeah. I actually appreciated that a lot. Um, yeah, I liked, I, I, I liked what they did here. I thought that it was well-structured. Did we did we talk about Julio? So no. somebody who's not a not a I've never watched Different Strokes. Is Julio a recurring character on the show, or was he just the the middle school stand-in that's like oh, I know a face and that's Julio and Julio's like No, nah, I'm trying to do my own thing. I feel like it's hard for me to remember. Uh, I, mean, I was going to say not enough that I remember, but you no. Know. Okay. Apparently, according to IMDb, this was the only episode of Different Strokes he was ever on. Uh, okay, so, so I, he was I needed just that context. To be this character. 
Yeah, it's right. actually so he's just that other kid that that the, Willis meets that's supposed to give you some kind of like I'm trying I found somebody for middle school but they don't want to play with me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Kind of okay. It's gotcha. actually one of only four things that kid ever did. Oh dang, <laughs> he did not hey, have. But a you know long what? Career. He's done more than I have. I've that's never been on TV. I mean, we can't Me all what? be Clarence Gilliard, right? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, Twenty-seven with arms of steel. Just no doubt. I am a high schooler. Oh, <laughs> dang! I, I, I was I was very impressed by him. Uh, no, I I just I enjoyed and I and I like the humor. I I mean, the show is funny, like genuine, yeah. good mm-hmm. writing, good jokes going on. Yeah. Uh, in this, I uh, what was the. There was the, you know, he owes me $75. That one got a good that, laugh on it. That good. killed me. Absolutely killed me. Because he's still high. <laughs> yes. Right? And so it's like, like Which that's it's not a difficult joke from to... him. He means it. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what makes that work. And and I don't know when Todd Bridges' drug problems started. So I don't know how much of his portraying being high was... Uh, memory at this point yeah. in his life, or uh, <laughs> or just really good acting, but he did a good job with that. Like yeah, that he just was, was chill. It just yeah, that was really well done, and like his deliveries were good. Uh, the stuff with Kimberly and to- and Tootie um, were mm-hmm. were really great. Like Tootie was just she was on top of things the whole time, and yeah. just gonna yeah, she was just good. just gonna raz him constantly. I also loved the one sided phone conversation with Mister Drummond and Arnold. <laughs> on the phone <laughs> because it starts out with Kimberly because Kimberly's on the phone. She's like, I, I can't really, I can't really let you you know say that you can do that. It's like, Oh no, hold on. Dad's here. And then he just gets on the phone and it's so great. He's like, well, what about a change of, you know, underwear and socks? No, not mine. <laughs> yeah. I suppose you can, you can borrow from, you know, your friend, just, just not the ones he wore today. Like, <laughs> Which man, I'll tell you one thing. There's a few art items of clothing I won't borrow from another person. One of those mm. things is underwear. Yeah. Underwear and swim trunks. Anything that's been in someone else's nether regions, <laughs> I'm not putting those on. I mean, yeah, but like a, washed them. Like a ten year old boy, they do mm-hmm. not care. No. Uh, I don't know. I cared at ten years old. Yeah, I was no, a weirdo. I'm like, yes, but Steven, if there's one thing this show has established is that you are an outlier. Amongst <laughs> ten-year-old boys, I won't even put the same socks on that I've worn, even if it was just for a few minutes. It just bothers me. I'm like, they're already—they've been out of their balled-up state and on my feet, and I can't abide putting those back on. So, okay, quick, quick little look up here. Yeah, Bridges started smoking marijuana as a fifteen-year-old, which was a year before this episode. Okay. Oh, oh snap! So, okay, so he knows he was so acting he, experience. He had an idea at that point. He started smoking grass. That was one of the things I noticed with this episode: is <laughs> yeah. grass that dates the episode. Big time. I was wondering if they were ever going to say marijuana at all. And I think it was Kimberly yeah. was the only one that said it, right? Did she? I think, I think she so. said marijuana at one point. She so. said it. Maybe Mister Drummond said it once. Yeah, that could be. I like too that it didn't go like. Again, they didn't go like reefer madness. He didn't do mm-hmm. something dumb right. or put, put himself. <laughs> they also didn't no. have like he didn't. They didn't go through. They just hand waved away how he got it. A fourteen-year-old yeah. kid in yeah. the high school bought seventy-five dollars worth of weed, and Listen, we don't see it. Ha- it just happened off screen. If eighties television, like I, we always like everybody always jokes right about how you you know you thought quicksand was going to be a bigger problem in your life than it really was. Yeah, let me tell you, drugs. 
I mean, not here because it's legal, but drugs are way harder to get than TV would lead you to believe. This I was true. never once. I was never once offered drugs. I drank illegally outside of things with my family exactly once. Uh, and it was the last night of my sophomore year of college when I was two months away from 21. So, um, you know, it, it's not that it's a dare. Did you guys have dare? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I marched. It's ineffective. I marched yeah. in the dare float. No, see, for me, I mean, not now because I'm 40 and I understand life. What it did for me <laughs> was I, I Will didn't you teach want us, please? to take, I didn't want to take, like, I wouldn't take Tylenol. Like, I wouldn't take anything. It was so hyper effective. Um, yeah. So I've outgrown that. It's fine. I got my teeth out. <laughs> well, they were like, Viking it out. Oh yeah, and Let's and this go. episode was like eighty one, eighty two. So this was right at the beginning of a lot of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah, we had Dare, and I think before Dare, it was called Save in my school. Yeah, which I don't even remember mm-hmm. what that stood for, but it was basically the younger version of the same program. Yeah, you had right. your mothers against drunk driving, students against drunk driving stuff, and there was the war on drugs, and there was like, mm-hmm. like I said, like we said, every 80s sitcom had a, had an anti-drug episode. Every 90s sitcom, I think mm-hmm. at some point, did too. It was hammered home. And almost all of them centered around marijuana. Yeah. Is the one yeah, thing. Oh, yeah. I, I, the I was looking at our drug. list. Mm-hmm. I was looking at our list, and it's interesting that we've managed to have, I mean, this one obviously is, and I believe that our next episode is in marijuana analog. Uh, mm-hmm. But the other two are not, and that is interesting. I'm excited <laughs> yeah, about and, that. And foreshadowing. <laughs> right. And now we're we're in a world we're we're in a world where it's legal in many states, both medicinally yep. and recreationally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've moved you know, it's evolved from just being smoked in uh enrolled in doobies and, and your Cheech and Chong Woodstocks and all of that. To gummies and food and all that S'mores type of stuff chocolates. too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're also like television-wise, we're in a post-weeds world, right? The show Weeds was centered around a suburban yeah. uh, housewife who, what I can't remember, is it she? She becomes a widow and decides to sell yeah. weed in order to make yeah, ends meet. Yeah, she's basically her 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 husband dies and she like he has been taking care of her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she basically has no skills outside of being a wealthy housewife. Uh, so she starts selling weed and then eventually growing weed. People always joke about like Breaking Bad Canada, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like you have cancer, your treatment starts next week. End of series. Uh, I feel like Weeds 2022 <laughs> is just her picking up her like vendor license at Town yeah. Hall. And it's like end of episode. The, the show is all about the red tape saw, of getting her dispensary started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I saw the recent Clerks 3 trailer, and I'm pretty sure Jay and Silent Bob actually have a dispensary since yes. it's legal in New Jersey. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, this is a different angle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was yeah. changed there a, a lot. Wasn't there a Netflix show with Kathy Bates or somebody where they were owned a dispensary or something? It could be. I think you're right. I know what you're talking about. I can't place it, but it's it's, but in, it's, funny it's floating that, around in here. That that's the kind of show where it didn't take off for whatever reason, but yeah. But I it's, did do some. Oh, I did ahead. some weed math. 
Okay. Um, oh, good. Yeah, bring us the math. So did, math. is this some weed math? So if you go into any inflation calculator and you put in one hundred and fifty dollars, it comes out to four hundred and eighty-two dollars and thirty-four cents. That's a so, lot of money. So um, I went ahead and went to one of my local dispensaries' websites, and uh, nice. I, I looked up at sort of their like bottom level, right? So now you got to remember too that like presumably whatever Willis is buying is some like. Back alley, in a garage, right? Right, and this is Mm -hmm. like boutique has a pedigree longer than (laughs) the winner of the Westminster Dog Show. Um, (laughs) So I took I took the cheapest option available at my local dispensary and did the math out for what a full ounce would cost you, and it was three hundred and twenty four dollars. So inflation wide, and this is this is recreational, which you know, like if Mm -hmm. you got a medicinal card, it's significantly cheaper, but. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so, you know, the weed market doing okay. Yeah, yeah, I would so, say so. Yeah. I mean, good for them. Good for you them. Know? And quite honestly, it's it need, it needed to be decriminalized and legalized in a lot of places because it really I'm I'm going to stand on that soapbox and just say yep. I don't I don't see marijuana as being this huge issue for the majority of people. And if it's something no. that you're not into, you're not into it, that's cool. Like there's nothing wrong with that either. Um, but it's never, it, it reefer madness was the big one that like, like set yeah. the stage for all of the terrible things that'll happen to you. And honestly, 99% of the people I know that have, uh, in, uh, partaken of weed at some point in their life do what Willis did, which is stare at a TV that's off for half an hour <laughs> and then go to sleep. Well, anything's bad for you if you do it too much, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, the only reason we accept alcohol is because Grandpa was an alcoholic, and he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. You know? But, but no, Grandpa wasn't a weed person, so we're all well, like, that's a dangerous substance. We don't Even understand. alcohol had its stages in this country, so... Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, yeah prohibition yeah. was the thing. I, I don't mean to discount, you know, a massive moment in history <laughs> where, you know, right, somehow they saying, convinced like, a bunch of people from making an amendment. You know, we got on that side, this side of alcohol. We're starting to get on this side of marijuana in this country. It's just interesting that you know we're this far down the line with that one. Yeah. Well, it's there's... a slippery slope, Adi. Next thing you know, the legalized <laughs> balls of heroin or whatever speed balling. There's a lot of sure. stuff we could go into about that. We won't because this yeah. is just a show for <laughs> sure. it. But but it's this interesting is a how many. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it, it's interesting how things have changed. And which is why, like, this mm-hmm. was a good episode to talk about because the way it handled it yeah. feels like something that mm-hmm. would have been done in the last few years yeah. as opposed to something that was done 40 years ago. Like, yeah. I went into this having not seen this episode maybe ever, but certainly not for probably 30 years, thinking it was going to be a lot heavier handed than it was. So yeah. now it's oh, going to be yeah. interesting to see what the rest of these anti-drug episodes we, we watch, how they handle it. Um but, it's curious yeah. you use that term anti-drugs as if all the episodes will be anti-drug. <laughs> I'm sorry, I should say drugs episodes. Because right? that's what we're here to talk <laughs> about tonight. <laughs> so if you're talking anti-drugs, I might need a different choice. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of what there is to say about this episode. It's a, It was a half-hour sitcom, so there's not a lot there. Um, it's not a very yeah. long episode. But it was. it had a very simple message to it. And I appreciated that message, and I really just I liked the writing of the entire episode, both the humor and the jokes, but also the the kind of spine behind that and the backbone of what they were going for, where they were they were making a episode about marijuana, but it wasn't 
making it about the evils of marijuana. It was because even even with it, like Willis only buys that. Because he wants to impress some seniors at his school, like that's his whole yeah, purpose sure. behind it. Mm-hmm. So the way I figure, the, he probably thought at some point, right? Like if he buys it and brings it to these guys, they're gonna like he assumes they're gonna ask him to smoke with them, and he doesn't want that to like if he's gonna screw it up, right? And do the whole coughing like an idiot thing, and mm-hmm. every, like he wants to get that out of the way quietly by himself in the privacy of his bedroom. And not in front of his cool new friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and honestly, I thought when that, that scene first started, I thought he was at the party for some reason. And, huh. and then as it pulled back and he's coughing, I realized, oh, no, he's just in his bedroom smoking it in the house like an idiot. Um, <laughs> party so. scenes are expensive in sitcom television. No, That's true. You've got to have a different set and all the extra people yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah, extra say, music. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Let's keep it all. Let's just make this plot device. Keep everything in house. Because mm-hmm. no, no moving around. This was uh, from a production standpoint. This was like classic television in that it took place in the living room, in the bedroom, and in the high school hallway. They had three sets. Yeah, yeah. two yep. of them are your normal sets that are in like every single episode. So, and I'm sure the high school gets reused a lot. It's probably for a normal everything. Set yeah, for them. it's just mm-hmm. that the high school. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. slap some old pews in there, and all of a sudden it's a church. Look at that! <laughs> yep, yep. It's all Magic television. This was a good show, Travis. Thank you for picking this. Yeah, one. I had a good time with it. I would potentially go back and watch more different strokes. I think after seeing this, that that yeah. was going to be my question: is if you would what now enjoy if you think you would enjoy the show? There's eight seasons of it. They're all available on Amazon Prime in the U.S. Uh, you didn't get to see Arnold, so you didn't see Gary Coleman. Yeah, you definitely need. Yeah, at least, yeah, you uh, got to watch yeah, one. At least one. I tell you what, one thing I do like, I realize after watching multiple like sitcoms like this where they're short and it's like that thing I would just lay in bed and watch on Nick at night. Like that whole universe of how to watch TV has really changed a lot. So like, I would love to go back and watch it, but then I look at like all the TV that I'm forced to watch that's a cultural zeitgeist surrounding you know like all this you got your better call Sauls and your marvel shows that seem to just be coming out just constantly and your boys and stuff like i i'm just i don't know that i have enough time that i would also want to kick my feet up and turn on anything but i want to like i would you know one day when i'm old and in a nursing home be like you know what i want to do turn me on some different strokes there you go hey grandpa Grandpa, Amy, how about you? Do, do you? do you want to revisit different strokes? Did this uh, ignite that I, flame? Maybe. <laughs> How's that? I, I'm kind of with Stephen, <laughs> right? Like, is like, like, the, there's nothing wrong with it, and like, I enjoyed it, and it was fun to go back, even if there was no Arnold. But, um, like, I, I have a feeling it's going to come up again, right? Like, at some point, oh, I'm we're, sure we're going to loop back I'm around. Sure or, um, what's the other show? What's the the uh, Facts of Life? Yeah, the spinoff. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm sure we'll we'll get back there sometime. But um, yeah, it's kind of falls into the like it's good, but I think there's other things higher on my priority list. That's fair. That's fair. I I pegged you as a Facts of Life fan, yeah. so that would make a little that bit more sense. That was a good sense. show. It was. Audie, how about you? Is this something that you'd be going back to? You think, or is there just too much that this kind of gets backburnered? Yeah, I'm going to be honest. No, I'm not watching any more of this. <laughs> Too much other stuff to watch. And, you know, it's summertime, so trying to watch anything with my boys going around the house and stuff is hard enough as it is. Um, 
I still have the love for this show and what it did and what it was. Um, so it's one of those things where I've watched it. I'm good. So sure. Fair. I'm kind of in the same boat as all of you. Like it's certainly not something that I would avoid. And if, if somebody wanted to sit down and watch some different strokes, I would be like, yeah, sure. We can do that. You know, it's available. I'm not seeking it out, but I also very much appreciate it. And it, this episode reminded me that the show is probably a lot better than I remember it. being. That's what I was going to say. It is definitely better than I remembered. I did laugh out loud several times Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely i mean you know a show doesn't last for eight seasons for nothing but it's it's always curious to see something that's that 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 we're that far removed of like the final season of this show was almost 40 years ago yeah and (sighs) and yet we're all of us were laughing out loud at 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 this episode so Mm -hmm. it's always it's always curious to me um, so yeah, that's different strokes. That's our first, uh, drugs episode of, uh, of this month. And, uh, I'm glad that we got to talk about it. Now, yeah, man, man. our next episode is not happening next week. We're going to take a week off because somebody's on vacation. Um, that's but me. we'll be, <laughs> we'll be back in two <laughs> weeks. And Audie, what are you bringing us for this next episode? Oh, so I am bringing us an episode of the series dinosaurs yes probably not the one you're thinking we're going season two episode nine a new leaf i'm so excited i am so excited and i had no idea that there were two drug related episodes (laughs) of dinosaurs until i saw this one because i was convinced when i saw dinosaurs that you were going to do robbie on steroids right that is a good one you didn't and I'm excited because I don't remember this one. I watched I like, like this was TGIF Prime, baby. Mm-hmm. I watched every episode of this. I feel like yep. Robbie on steroids is almost up there with the Saved by the Bell episode, right? For just yeah. like Which, sheer, like it's too good. Like, I was going to say, can familiar. we say a little something about that and why none of us are picking that one at it's all? Too, it's sure. Easy, I mean, someone could have, <laughs> but it was the easy pick. Right. Yeah. Right. It was the low there's, hanging there's fruit. Epis- yeah, there's episodes of TV that everyone knows that's yeah. classic that just feels too low-hanging fruit. And I'm mm-hmm. like, let me grab something, you know, from my right. past that I treasure that I remember distinctly enjoying. Because when we it's posted not the cultural thing, when we posted the preview this morning, what's yes. the first thing that came? First gif. Yep. The first <laughs> gif was I'm of that. So excited. Yep. From uh, <laughs> so, Michael so Michael Miller at Joe Uncool uh-huh. posted that that gif and. Uh, Look, Michael, sorry to say that's not happening this month. We can we can give that spoiler away. That doesn't mean we're never going to talk about that episode. That could happen right. at some yeah. point. So be prepared for that. We do drugs too. <laughs> the, the problem I think all of us have is that we all have such a, a breadth of TV joy and stuff that it almost feels like you're compelled to do that one. So you just immediately put it off to the side. Right. Like, no, I'm not going to waste my one drug pick to help to show my friends the joy of an episode that I always loved, mm-hmm. and you say by the bell. Like, yeah. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Right. Yep. Uh, looking at uh, Twitter, that was our one response, was that GIF. Um, it was a good one. It was a very good one. Uh, no emails this week, but uh, if you want to send us an email, you can do that. Those were the days show at gmail.com or hit us on Twitter, those days mm-hmm. show. Uh, we post Audie's amazing artwork for every episode up there. And, uh, I, there was a, I posted, um, about, uh, Clarence Gilliard Jr. being in this episode earlier tonight. That was fun. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, but yeah, we, you know, 
And if you have if you have ideas for episodes you want us to talk about, send it to us there. Send us an email. Let us know yeah. what you think about stuff. Give us suggestions for things that you mm-hmm. want to hear us talk about as well. Because you know, you've got yeah. we'll, two we'll take weeks them under to advising. watch Dinosaurs, which is, is on Disney Plus. So all of it. Yeah, you know, just turn on all the dinosaurs. Like, all. if I can sit oh my, my son down and get him into this, I will die, oh. and I'll be the happiest dad that ever lived. I don't know if it'll work. I don't know if it'll work, but I'll I, try. And I already watched this episode once, and oh, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that the show is such a big deal. Ah, I just can't wait to yeah. talk about it. Yeah, is oh. it consumed? I think I was six or seven when this show hit, and it was like right at the perfect age for it. And my mm-hmm. dad would leave it on the TV. And not make us turn it to something else. Which is just that. <laughs> That's when you know something's okay. Yep. Okay, save it for the episode, Stephen. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting so pumped. All right. So that's coming up in... That. Yep, that is coming up in two weeks. So remember, you have two weeks now to watch this episode uh, and send us your thoughts on it. Those were the days show at gmail.com and at those days show on Twitter. We want to hear from you. So that'll do it for this week. We're talking more drugs next week. Or in two weeks. Next episode. (laughs) Apparently, I've been dipping into my my weed gummies a little bit here. And I'm confused (laughs) now. (laughs) So come on back. Come on back for that. Uh, For Steven, for Audie, for Amy, and for myself, have a great week. And we'll see you in a couple.